John Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, the A-League, the first grade squad. We got our top lineup up here today. Many would argue it's the B, 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 yes. B team. We're back. But we're, at least we're back. Whether we're A or B, we're back and we enjoy doing it. Guys, it's so good it's so good to be back. Like I just I feel like I'm look. Whether we're the B grade or A grade, I just feel like I'm the 5'8". I feel like I call the shots. I feel like I start the game, right? And um, You just, think because you kick off that you actually control the team? Like I, I feel like coach. I'm the one having the, the conversation with the referee before the game. Yes, I, think, I feel like I'm the ambassador. That's what it feels I'm, like. I'm happy to be your wingman. Right? I'm very happy. Yeah, same. I'm happy to take a third seat back. Yeah. Uh, last two weeks, Tommy, I've been doing the intro and John's been rating me like a one or a two out of Well, 10. Tom, look, you know, Tommy's not many things we missed about you, but we did miss the intro. <laughs> we did miss your intro because it's full of pizzazz and and truly, you know, he's learning. He's got his training wheels on, but you know, God love it. I think it was good. So oh. we tried. So hopefully, in your absence, Tommy, uh, we did you proud, and I think feedback was people got some value Troy out of it. Yep. So um, Troy, on we of are. particular interest, and we won't do this today. I would like to look at the data, some sort of curve that shows <laughs> spikes, episodes up and down. I just, I, I just would be useful. But I want to thank also realestate.com.au, our sponsors who uh, are with us, and they've been with us pretty much from the start. And um, gentlemen, today is an interesting conversation because whilst it'll appear to our listeners that it's not going to be about listings or you know some digital strategy or um, how to have a, an ideal week or any of those common things that everyone talks about best practice in real estate, I want to talk about, and John, you uh, uh, phrased it very well, the dark side, uh, coping with the dark side. And we know that in recent times there have been uh, two of our community members, two great real estate uh, people in Victoria, mm. and um, uh, there's uh, no need at all to mention brands or who they are. We respect everyone's privacy, but Very it's still sad. an important subject to talk about uh, 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 committed suicide, um, and subsequently, John, on a Sunday So for those that hadn't heard, two yeah. Melbourne agents two Melbourne agents. committed suicide in, in the period of the past. Uh, and I think you're right, Tom, and, and uh, as Dr. Fred, who has coached mm-hmm. all three of us over the years in different ways, he talks about life is primary, business funds life. Okay. Um, and let's put in context that life and um, you know, survival and health and relationships and freedom and all those things are actually far more important than GCI. Mm. But GCI is, is a good way to grow yourself. Mm. So I think that's really the topic today, Troy, because you know, personally, I, well, both of us, Tom, you and I, for different reasons, have had a hell of a, in some ways, and I'm not, neither are you, we're not seeking pity, but a hell of a tough 18 months, mm. uh, two years, you more in the health realm mm. and me more in the business realm, and mm. most people um, would be very aware that since we listed the company on the stock exchange, it's been a rocky road. Yeah. And uh, not uh, sort of uh, um, absenting ourselves from any responsibility, but, you know, there's statistically... Five minutes after we floated the company, listings contracted by about a third. Um, unfortunately, that's going to have a major impact on mm. any business's earnings. And um, anyway, so we've had to deal with that. Mm. Uh, but I think for the last two years, there's been more days bad than good in a lot of ways, Troy. And you know me, I'm, I'm you know the glass half full guy, twenty four seven. But it's been hard, and we'll talk about that. And I know Tom, you know, far more importantly than. Then my my issue is you've had to deal with you know a number of health mm. issues over a long period of time actually, mm. but even recently you know you've had a few kind of little scares which is 
um, not only yourself but your family. Yeah. And and we've been you know, very mindful and supportive in whatever way we can mm. because, you know, like I said, that puts GCI or missing a listing in mm. in comparison mm. to be you know a non-event. So uh, we kind of all three of us agreed that it would be good to sort of just talk about how you deal with this because one doesn't have to be on the verge of suicide, mm. but one can just be having a dark day and that can impact your relationship. Ultimately, it will also impact your health. Mm. And in real estate, which can be, Tom, as, as, as you know, it's a, it's a world of ups and downs. You know, mm. you can list four properties and be on a, on, a, on a business high or you can miss four and feel like, what the hell am I doing here? And yeah. I'm no good and it starts to hit your self-image and self-esteem and who knows and 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 ultimately those things that can actually lead to suicide not to dramatize or to scare anyone but it's real mm. um and of course uh, i think it's a really great topic so i thought it'd be good for us to talk about um, how how you how yeah. i um deal with these situations because if we can offer our listeners some practical tools because all of them are going to have something, be it in work, out of work, health-related, business-related, relationship-related. If you haven't had one, a problem in some of those areas in the last 12 months, guess what? You're probably about to. Mm. And I don't say that again to be negative, but statistics will tell us that at some point in time, you know, one of the three or four more important things in your life are going to be off track. Yeah. Um, so what, I mean, I'd love to hear from you, Tommy, because you, we've, I think we form a good sort of friendship that, yeah. that helps each other, but you've had to deal with... I guess staring, you know, death in the face in a way, because yeah. you had some really bad um, prognosis early yeah. on, and, and yeah. you've done an amazing job to to uh, get your health and life way and well and truly back on. But how do you how do you deal with that? It must have been like me times when you're lying in bed at night mm. and you're staring at the ceiling, or it's pitch black, and you're kind of just thinking, "What the hell? How do how do I get out of this?" John, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's ironically we're only about a few hundred meters um, up the road at your office here in King Street, Newtown, from my cancer treatment centre, which is at uh, Lifehouse, where I've I've been treated. And I have to say to you that there is nothing worse in your life than watching your life fall apart in front of your eyes, Mm. and there's nothing you can do about it, Mm. right? You just stare blankly outside a chemo window, and you think to yourself, so so what do you do? You fake a smile, and and you hide a tear, and, um, and, and that's the irony of it all is people can be really... Well, you shed a few tears, right? You shed a few tears, but... John, people are really good at, and this is what I've learned, that people can be crumbling on the inside, but they can on the outside um, not look like they're crumbling, but in fact they're in absolute you know, uh, destruction and pain. And I, and I always wonder when I think about someone that, and I, have, I, I remember seeing someone once that committed suicide and I'd actually seen them the day before. Mm. And I often thought to myself, how would it be possible that, that guy who was chirpy and laughing and smiling and looked like everything was good in a short period of time, like within 24 hours, actually commit suicide, right? So I think that the first thing is, to all the listeners, John, I think people have got the ability to mask a lot of pain and um, you should never judge the fact that people could be going through a bad, you know, a bad thing. So it's good to check in with people, you know. And you've got a very, you've got a very, very good ability to be able to crack the first surface and suss out. I think you've got a high intuition. You've your 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 instinct to actually tell what someone's saying and what they're really feeling is very good. 
Um, but to and Tom, if you are one of those people, it's feeling like that. Don't feel the need to mask. Yeah. Like yeah, sure. You know, you turn up to a listing or a sale, and I guess if if you've got something happening in the background, most people will suppress it uh, for that moment. But in real life, you walk out of the listing, go and see your spouse, your best friend, a counsellor, a therapist, um, your principal, your peer partner. But you know, part of see us, call us, text us. God, you know, if anyone is, because I've been through the same thing. Tom is have had some close friends commit suicide and, and it's, you always just wish you knew something before or you picked up a signal so you could have taken action. So, you know, if any listeners at all, I mean, you know, I think at the end, Troy, we're going to put a link on Tommy's website and we're going to give some people some some names of, and, and, and this, by the way, is not meant to be a depressing no. podcast, but it's there as a safety valve. Mm. And, bec- and, and even if we sort of don't take it to the absolute, you know, I'm considering finishing my life, but I'm just having a shit week, mm-hmm. or I'm having a hell of a bad month, because um, that can actually get worse. So mm-hmm. so what do I think? So a bit of fake it till you make it in terms of, I guess, if you kind of look at it. One of the things you said before, Tom, which I agree with, is you've got to be grateful, because often even something as bad as cancer, um, or in my instance it was kind of, you know, the, the media bashing us up and the financial situation... But compared with most other people or many mm. other people, so you've got to be grateful for all the things you do have. Yeah. Um, and so, what's your take so, on that? So, so John, a, a couple of things that I found helpful. The first thing is, I've got about six or seven statements that, in times of stress, I revert back to them. They're like a rock in my corner. The first one is, um, my current situation is not my final destination. So what I clearly try and do is to say, Tom, this... Can we put thing, these on your website? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll put them all I, on the I website. I love that because they can be affirmations for Affirmate. people. Even if you're not feeling dark, these are good. Correct. You know, in many instances, Correct. they're probably going to be good for... Anyone. Yeah. The second one is, um, I never make a bad day look like a bad year. And one of the things that what actually happens, um, John and Troy, is that we've got... And I've got, and I know I might be generalising for everyone, but I noticed just talking to people that we seem as humans to be able to catastrophize mm-hmm. and awfulize. And what we seem to do is to be able to take a bad event and make it pervasive to affect all areas of our life. And we also bring in a term called permanence. We actually think to ourselves, this will never go away, that this is permanent. Mm-hmm. And that is a sign that you're really beginning to um, crumble, that you're actually thinking to yourself, the whole world is falling apart Mm. and it will never get better. So I find by a few affirmations, and I mean, probably my my, uh, favourite affirmation of all is, and I've seen it, is a new beginning is often disguised as a painful ending. So what I've learned mm, is like when, 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 when things are really, really bad and you think everything's Just ending, end, a new beginning yep. is often disguised as a painful ending. I love it. So what I've learned is I've had a few good kickstarts in my life and they <laughs> yeah. seem to have happened. <laughs> Maybe enough for the moment. <laughs> we don't need too many more new Yes, meetings. I don't, yes. Like, the, 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 John, ideally, you'd love to have the perspective without having to go through the pain. But Tom, you, you said the way you described, I don't know if it was a quote or just your take on it, but I think when you first got diagnosed, you said, in hindsight, it was a, an amazing gift badly wrapped. Correct. And, and that's a great, because it's really what you were just saying before. Often the things that happen to you in your life that do feel, and in some instances are, 
catastrophic at the, in the moment. They yeah. end up, because I know from a health perspective, because, yeah. you know, at that point you're overweight, were you a smoker? I was a smoker. So, you, know, you had a lot of bad yeah. health habits and all of a sudden you're in peak condition, you've got yeah. great health, and all the, all the good things are happening as a result of that badly wrapped gift. Yeah. Um, it was one, you know, you were saying that before, and, and I remember, and I'll get it, Troy, it's on my slide deck, I just don't remember the words, but it was really talking about, you know, when you're feeling bad, don't see things as better than they are, but don't see them as worse than they are either, which yeah. is your sort of, you know, and tendency I, to catastrophize over yeah. stuff. Because it's easy to think, oh my God, and based on this, and now I'm going to be sleeping on a park bench in a month. Well, you know, yeah. the reality is you're probably not. So you lost 100 grand on the stock market. So you lost five listings, and if you work it out on your calculator, that was 200 grand. At the end of the day, just move forward. And another one I love, which I'll add to that list if I can, is, uh, you yeah, know, it's kind of funny, but it's, it's, I often think of it myself, is if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Um, and I think that, uh, because sometimes you are, you're feeling like, and, and you think about all the times in life where you've felt similarly to perhaps how you might feel in that instance, and you've survived them all. Yeah. You know, there were times, and for some people it was relationships, divorces, for some people it was financial ruin, for some people it was a bad diagnosis health-wise, and, and unless it actually was a terminal illness, um, we've, we've moved through them all. So, Well, John, I'll tell you, it's funny, I'm thinking of a story. I had an, uh, someone say to me about eight years ago, the market had come down, print was being migrated to digital, uh, auctions had lost popularity, and I had someone say to me at a cafe, he said, Tom, you know, you must be really concerned uh, now as well. I said, what that? He goes, well, from a personal perspective, you know, print seems to be declining. Mm. Auctions is, you know, something that you do, and, um, um, you know, your whole life is based on uh, real estate. What happens if this whole real estate thing goes belly up? You're, you're finished. And I said to him, what do you mean by finished? And he says, oh, it's... I go, what do you mean? Like, I'll disappear. And he said, close to it. And then I said, no. I said, I think you're, you know, going over the top. And then we got talking and I go, so let's look at worst case scenario. He goes, worst case scenario? He goes, face it, you got no money? How do you eat? Uh, you got no money? Who stayed? Where do you sleep? You got no money? I said, well, let's, let's break it down. So we went through. I said, if I've got no money, he goes, um, uh, your wife leaves you. I said, who knows, that might not be a bad thing after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep, keep going. I said, um, you, you, you... I just saw around there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the market picked up again. <laughs> Subsequently, we stayed together and we're here. And, and then we went on and I remember saying to him, I said, put it this way, in Australia, very few people starve. I said, you could actually walk through Woolworths and eat grapes for free and nothing would happen, <laughs> you know? Correct. So I think people catastrophize. But I will say, one of the things that helps a lot, John and Troy, is this. To be able to use this simple question, out of 10, so if anyone's got a problem right now, use scaling. Out of 10, 10 being the worst problem in the world. Worst problem in the world might be that you've just been told that your child got actually killed at school today by a shooter that walked in. Yeah, which by the way happened recently in America. Absolutely. And like that is like serious. There's nothing you can ever say or think to yeah. really make that feel any better. But again, use it as a comparison, and you're thinking, wow. So you, so, so you say, that's a 10, and then you get your problem, which is, I've missed four listings in a row. Yeah. And you I'm start behind in my mortgage payment. I'm behind my mortgage payment. My car's about to be repossessed. Yep. So what? So what's that, a 2, a 3 out of 10? Reality compared with that, it yeah. is. So I find that that's... that's but that's it's easy good. in the moment, if you don't have that comparison, Troy, to, mm. to... And it can, by the way, feel like a 10, until you actually then... 
um, you know, regrade it and say, oh, hang on a second, so what, like if my car gets repossessed, if I get bad credit note, if my, if my mortgage payment's behind, I can deal with all those things. Um, it, so put them in perspective, because you have to be better, and it's the old Einstein thing, you have to be at a better level of thinking to get out of the problem than you were in when you got into it. So use these things as a wake-up call. Let's get into some practical tips, because yeah. I love your quotes and your yeah. thinking, because they're not sugarcoating, but they are repositioning in your mind. So we'll put those up and we'll add a few yeah. of mine. Yeah. I know that Tim Ferriss, he, he follows a thing called Stoicism. I don't know yeah. if you're yes. familiar with yeah. that, guys. I absolutely love it. Yeah, and, and he talks about one of the things, um, you know, is, is essentialism. That sometimes, because we all get so used to stuff and, you know, you're about to leave here and step into a nice car and go and have a nice meal and whatever. You know, we, we live lives, even basic at a basic level, that are kind of, you know, quite luxurious in many ways compared yep. with most parts of the world. By definition, if you're listening to this podcast, you're living a luxurious life yeah. compared with yeah. 99% of the world. So he talks about... And I don't remember whether it was Marcus Aurelius, but it was one of the great Stoics or Stoic philosophers. And he talked about, um, I think it was monthly, he used to kind of live life at the most essential, like fast for three days, have the crudest of clothing, you know, kind of Hessian bag type stuff, literally sleep out under the stars. And he used to do it firstly to remind himself outside of that period how lucky he is. And, and secondly, and, and I'll, I'll have to get the quote, Troy, and we'll add it, we'll give it to Susan to add to the, to the list, but it talks about something like, Tom, if this is what I was fearing, I need, no, I need fear no longer. Yeah. So saying, if I had no food and I had a Hessian bag yeah. around me and I was sleeping in the stars, yeah. it's actually yeah. not as bad as that. So why am yeah. I fearful of all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, stoicism, if you go, if you go just Google Tim Ferriss stoicism, yeah. S-T-O-I-C-I-S, yeah. And Ryan, Ryan Holiday um, is also a okay. very big uh, um, uh, writer of um, um, Stoic philosophies. Yeah, 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 good. So I think that's a, so a couple of things we've raised so far. You know, be grateful. Yeah. So just write a list of all the things you've got. You know, yeah. two beautiful kids. I've got a roof over my head. Even if I rented, it's a roof over my head. I live in Australia or I live in New Zealand. Or I live mm-hmm. in one of the yeah. luckiest countries in the world. I have two arms, two legs, which not everybody has. Yeah. I don't have a you know, a, a major health disorder if you don't. Um, so that's a gratefulness. And you do that list and all of a sudden you say, they're the main things. And you said before, Tommy, in many ways that people that have a major health disorder would swap everything in their life yeah. to not have that. Yeah. So you might have 10 million bucks in the bank account and you ask anyone that has a terminal illness yeah. and said, would you give that? They'd say, I'd give that and I'd work for the rest of my life just to have health, happiness, freedom, to yeah. more time with my family. Yeah. So we have to be realistic about calibrating so, that. So, 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 Johnny, a lot of the stuff we've spoken about um, uh, so far in, in the tips just uh, there is um, it, it requires you to have a bit of insight and take responsibility and be mindful. But there are times, John, where you actually might not have the ability to do it. You're just, you know, and um, um, let's talk, talk a little bit about that because I think the kind of people that you have in your life and the conversations you're having with people at a time of grief, challenge, at a dark period, is really important because words do change lives. Exactly right. I mean, Dr. Fred said years ago, Troy, you'd remember, he said, you know, you've got to build a team of people around you. And it's not just a CSM or an EBU, effective business unit. We're talking about, you know, you need a health practitioner, you need a peer partner, you need a mentor, you know, those sort of things. And some of these could be professionals and some of them are just going to be people in your life. So... um, 
dig the well before you're thirsty. So you, you, you uh, create so you, a team of people now yeah. before you need them. Yeah. So I would be looking for heart specialist. Yeah. Cancer specialist maybe. Yeah. A great naturopath, yeah. Um, a great financial advisor. If you don't have it before, you need them. Yeah, it's one thing. So I don't need a financial advisor. I'm earning some money and it's sitting in the bank. That's good, but just yeah. in case, yeah. have someone that can help you. Okay, I haven't got a heart problem. Well, just in case, because statistically, some of us might end up that way. So just do a bit of research. Yeah. Um, who it could be? And by the way, the three of us are on everybody's. Yeah. You know, speed dial. Yeah. If you need to email, uh, SMS any of us. Mm-hmm. We're here as as a part of your support group. So we'd love to be part of your team. But create a team of people that can help. So if you're feeling down, you know, hit the break emergency, you know, in case of emergency break glass button, hit the red button, which could be a speed dial number, ring up and say, have you got half an hour? I just need to talk to someone. Because yeah. that, John and Troy, because like, I'll give you an example. With John, you've got an ability, like when I'm going through a difficult period or results, whatever, some people will turn around and they'll say things like, I had a dream, you're going to be 100%, right? Now, you don't believe that because you actually <laughs> think to yourself, you having a dream is not going to actually change what's actually being sliced on that, you know, uh, uh, um, biopsy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then you have someone else that will actually, and you're good at this, John, where you'll say, hey, most likely, based on what we've got, it's going to be this. But even if it's not, I'm in your corner yeah. and it's fixable. Yeah. So that sort of approach is then believable to the person. The last thing you want to be doing, and this is good anyone that's giving advice to other people, the last thing you want to be doing to someone is to actually say, oh, I'm so sorry that, you know, where they make you feel like your problem is really, really bad, right? Correct. Never, ever, and this is to every guy you're listening to it, if you're out there giving advice to people, never sort of feel too sorry for that person because that person walks away worse after the conversation. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, we, we just made an announcement at the Stock Exchange recently and, and it was about, you know, the fact that because market conditions are tough, we're going to uh, likely underperform the number that's out in the market. And I had a good friend of mine who I think is one of the best businessmen in the country and, and he's a very senior role at a very senior company. And exactly what he said, Tom, he said, um, hey, don't worry. We had a profit grade ourselves. I've been through many of these. It go, business goes in cycles. Um, let me know when you, if you feel like a coffee, and I'm going to catch up with him tomorrow for coffee. Uh, but you're right. It was it was constructive. It wasn't piteous. It wasn't delusional. It was like because that is a reality that you know, like businesses do go through cycles, individuals do go through cycles, economies do go through cycles. So, John, it's interesting when we talk about that. And the uh, I, I knew uh, uh, long before. McGrath's listed on the stock exchange because my life for the last 14 years has been in a publicly listed company. Mm. And I pretty much know that the only difference is that the challenges and problems you have in a non-publicly listed company, no one knows about. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the only, that's the only thing. The actual problems are exactly the same, right? Yeah. Um, generally speaking, if you're in a sector, in an industry, you've got exactly the same problems, except with a publicly listed company, yeah. um, that there's basically a magnifying glass and there's yeah, a yeah. big crowd of spectators watching it. That's, you know, the only difference. Some cheering on. Some cheering yeah, some on. Cheering. You know? Some cheering So on. I think that's really... But, but I think to also maybe to finish, because I know we're running out of time. I was going to say, John, before we move on, the other one is, um, and I think we as a team do this very well, we have a reality checker. So it's always the person that keeps everything in check to say, hey, come on, dude, it's not yeah. that bad. 
Yeah. Walk outside, yeah. go for a walk, come back in five minutes later and tell me what's really the problem. Putting it into perspective, Troy. Yeah. Put it all out on the table. And I, but I think you've got to have trust there first. So you can't be that person without yeah. having trust up front. Yeah. So you've got to have a team around you. The way, you know, and this is another great, I think when you said that, it made me realise the way you view a problem is the problem. Yep. And if you can have friends around you that can help you to look at the problem as it is, right? Not worse than it is, right? We're not saying be irrational. Mm. We're talking about the fact is that you're probably seeing things through filtered eyes yep. when things are hard. And... Um, um, I would, you know, just a couple of final points that I think we should touch on that are practical. Number one is, I, I don't know about you guys, but I just find that exercise dramatically decreases anxiety, stress, helps me sleep a little bit better mm-hmm. and gives me clearer thinking. Um, the next thing is, um, at a time of absolute challenge, um, you know, tap into audio books that uh, help you understand um, uh, I think spirituality, and that means mm-hmm. different for different people. Mm-hmm. But I just find yeah. that when I'm tapping into, like even driving here today, I was listening to A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, um, which is a great, great book from 2005. Um, so I find that listening to positive stuff, um, um, exercising. And, and Tommy, you and I had a coffee last Sunday and, and we were talking about exercise and diet couple. Yeah. And the funny thing, because Troy, the, 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 the accelerator is... When you're feeling bad, what you generally do, often, I certainly do, I think most people know, stop exercising and eat crap. Eat eat more sugary foods because they have a little hit and they make you feel comfortable for a minute, but you you don't sleep so well tonight and you put on the pounds. So it's a funny thing because that actually becomes a multiplier to the negative because your self-esteem, which is probably already down, which is why you stopped exercising and had the bad food, gets worse, all of a sudden you're three kilos overweight, you're feeling sluggish, you haven't been doing any exercise for the last two weeks. So it's, it's you know this is about layering. So you can layer to the negative or layer to the positive. Yeah. So little things. If you're not feeling well, go for a walk for 45 minutes. Um, you know, make sure you go and have a good quality, nourishing meal, not the crap. Um, I think that's really really important. And I was just going to say before Troy that dealing with this stuff, to be quite honest and you know look sort of uh, pragmatic about it, it is a skill. Yeah, yeah, and it's a skill that if you want to climb the ladder of success, you have to master. Because guess what? If you're sitting out there saying, "God, I started my company two years ago. I've hired eight great people. I had record month after record month." Guess what? It ain't going to last forever. Yeah. At some point, I don't care how good you are, how good your brand is, you are going to have times when you go through a drought in listings, where five people come and say to you, "We're leaving the business." When you know, your bank says, look, we've just revalued your asset and you know, we want you to refinance because we're not happy with it yeah. or whatever. Something Now, not, a, not necessarily a bad thing because it's just a part of life. It's the yeah. cycle of life. But it's how you deal with it, as you said before, what you say to yourself about it, Yeah. how you deal with it. So you know, don't make a bad day, a bad month a bad or a bad year. year. Yeah. Um, just put it in perspective. Be grateful. And, don't make a, and, and, and sometimes, look, you have a prolonged, don't make a bad year look like a bad life. Yep. Which, you know, I think sometimes people do, you know, yeah. they take a fraction, you know, and, and I think maybe sometimes people that suicide have done that, you know, they've actually just looked at a micro part of their life at that particular time. But I think, um, look, we have an obligation because there's a possibility, and I think there's a good possibility one of the agents was a listener to uh, MDA uh, podcast because yeah. I know they were, they were a follower of my training content. We've got an obligation. The fact is that we know that there are people listening to this in their car or at home that, um, and, and, and we hope it's not you, but if there is someone, 
Um, we want to let you know there are certain times where you've got to speak to not Troy and Tom or John because we aren't the, uh, the professionals in this, that there are people that are highly skilled at helping people work through and not do something that um, it, they, they regret or impact a lot of people. So, Troy, we've got two phone numbers because we know we've got Aussie listeners and yep. Kiwi listeners. Yeah, so, so guys, uh, Lifeline in Australia and Lifeline in New Zealand. Lifeline.org.au and the difference for New Zealand, lifeline.org.nz. And the numbers for the Australian number is 131114 and for New Zealand, 0800 543354 and for also those Australian listeners au as well jump onto the website if you do need and require any assistance we'll those on whatsoever they'll yeah. be on Tom's website um, but, but don't even feel if you go uncomfortable that's yeah. one of the things because there might be some people that hear that and say god I'd love to ring but if there is anything or oh, I don't want to dramatize how I'm feeling I'm feeling really dark but I'm sure it'll like err on the side of caution if you're feeling like really dark and you don't have someone in your corner that you feel comfortable having a chat with that might be able to help you through it, pick up the phone yeah. and, and do that. So, um, yeah, whether it's a business, personal health, lifestyle, whatever it is issue, deal with it. And uh, we will be back next week. But again, thanks to REA, our, our great sponsors. They continue their great work. They did a great, we had a top 50 thing recently, Tommy, at our. Uh, at our office and mm. uh, Andrew from REA came and gave a great presentation and uh, they're going to be um, backing up at ARIC as our major sponsor. Mm. So we'll kind of start letting everyone know a little bit more about our ARIC speaker list as we go through Christmas. I'm, I'm going around the uh, country with REA at the moment doing momentum events. We did some last week. We've got more. We've got about 10, 15 of them and uh, they exposed me to some of the things that they're going to be investing back to uh, real estate uh, uh, officers, community-based stuff. Um, I have to say, they, in the last three, four years, um, I mean, people still dislike having to pay for anything, but I think REA have actually now started uh, reinvesting and really connecting, yeah. collaborating with the real estate industry, and they collaborate with us, so we want to thank um, REA. And guys, it is great to be back it's um, good to have you back, it's, Tommy. It's, I'm so happy. It's great to be back in first grade, and I'm pretty sure if today <laughs> will be great. One of the two. Right, if today was a day after, and they, you know, doing a summary, and they're giving us nine out, you know, the points nine out of ten. I reckon I was up there. I reckon they said I reckon, come back. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon next week you're back on. We'll let we'll, 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 the listeners decide. But until then, have a great week. See you, See you guys. Bye.